Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stand. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans by fans. If you are a Kings fan, make sure you hit that like button down below and please consider subscribing to the channel with Calvin and I. Want to give a quick shout out to Patrick. I see you here in the chat and everyone else that's watching. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Well, Calvin, it's official. We have finally made it to NBA Free Agency. It's kind of weird timing for us here in Hawaii, right? Because it's like halfway through the day. I know at noon, my phone started going off today with just messages, notifications, deals happening, deals happening. The Kings get Malik Monk. Dante DiVincenzo potentially is not returning. And Damian Jones is out. Welcome in, everybody. Calvin, let's hear your uh, first thoughts today. Well, it's always... Uh the frenzy, right? As soon as the official moratorium opens up, there are, you know, deals that even though they can't, they're not official, they've already been worked out even, you know, at 24 to 48 hours before this. Oh yeah. Uh, now they just get announced. And so it's, it's definitely been an exciting day as it always, always is. However, this one feels a little bit bigger for other reasons outside of the Sacramento Kings, which we'll we'll talk about a little bit here. But the Kings are are definitely um, making moves. <laughs> whether it you can argue whether they're good or bad, but they're making moves. Yeah, they are definitely making moves. <laughs> Let's talk about the first deal, or or the only real official deal right now, and that is Malik Monk signing a two-year, nineteen million dollar contract with the Sacramento Kings. We heard just a few days ago that he was willing to take less to stay with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. He chose his old buddy in Deer and Fox, and he's here in Sacramento. 
I know everything can't be official, I believe, until the 4th or the 5th of July. So as of right now, Malik Monk is joining the Sacramento Kings. What are your thoughts for this deal? I'm Honestly, I'm mixed on it. Um, I think that signing a player like Malik Monk is a good move for Sacramento. He, he brings a lot of things to the table that this team needs, athleticism, shooting, first and foremost, 100%. Yep. Um, however, I don't know. I, I have this thing in the back of my head that says, I mean, they, they missed out on Oladipo, right, because he's going back to Miami. Yep. But personally... Missed out. Well, yeah, whatever you want to say. I mean, they they couldn't sign him, whether they tried to or not. But I am still kind of toying back and forth with whether or not I would have liked somebody like Oladipo better than Malik Monk. Yeah. I mean, again, what this team needs is more talent, more shooting, but what they really need is to be better on defense. So you're not going to re-sign or even offer a qualifying offer to your, I'm going to say your second best defendive, defensive guard from last year. I would want to put De'Aaron Fox in that top two, but the consistency hasn't been there yet for yep. me. So probably your second best defensive guard there. Uh, a guy that can also shoot from the outside. You're just going to let him walk, and then you don't go out and try to sign another bigger guard that can play defense. Like at the the size of the backcourt is not necessarily an issue, I think, if you have somebody like DiVincenzo or even a Davion Mitchell that is good enough defensively to guard bigger players or, or guard up, as they like to say, right? Yeah. Malik Monk is not really that guy. So while there's a lot to like about it from an offensive standpoint, I don't think the team is getting any better on defense, and that's a big red flag for me. Okay. So you've laid out the concerns. <laughs> I see that. I absolutely love this deal. I love it a lot. You know, uh, I've been talking about Malik Monk for a long time. I know he was the prized off-season acquisition last season. Uh, I think we can agree that Christian Wood was the season before that. The dude has played incredibly well. I actually wanted the Kings to draft him with the number 10 overall pick. They took Zach Collins instead, ended up trading that. But I see everybody here in the chat. Malik Monk's health versus Victor Oladipo's health. Uh, that's a great point. Is a huge key to this thing for me. If the Kings want to be consistent here, you gotta play. You gotta play games. You gotta be on the court. Um, another thing for me that's that's really huge in this deal is the fact that Monk and Fox played together in college. Right? Like, yeah. That was our main concern at the end of last season, and actually all of last season, right? We're like, does this team have chemistry? Um, what's going on here? What's the culture? What does it really look like? Then they made all the trades, and then the excuses were, well, they haven't played together for very long, and uh, Justin Holiday is starting because he has chemistry with Sabonis and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Well, I think Monk and Fox have great chemistry. Yes, they haven't played together for five seasons or so, but they played together in college. They're friends. Obviously, if Malik Monk is signing with Sacramento, this has something to do with Deer and Fox, right? Oh, I think it has more than something. So for me, I, I love the chemistry. I love the fit. I love the spacing of the floor. I think that's something that was missing last season. And then, you know, just to touch more on, on Malik Monk here, the dude has gotten better every single year that he's been in the league. That's five years in a row he's increased his scoring, he's increased his rebounding, his assists, his steals, his blocks. What more can you really ask for? That's true. 
That's true. And again, I'm just kind of looking at the bigger picture here. Um, it, I, it's not that I am not happy that the Kings signed Malik Monk. I, like I said before, I think there are a lot of good things about that. And I, the biggest winner of this whole thing, I would say, is De'Aaron Fox. Yep. Because over the past couple of years, every move that the Kings have made, while they were trying to make the team better, it no, it wasn't necessarily the best thing for De'Aaron Fox or something that would make him really happy or instill confidence in him or, you know, show him that this is your team and, and we're, you know, handing the keys of the franchise to you. They've completely reversed that in the span of one offseason. We're not even an offseason. Trade deadline. Trade deadline, yeah. exactly, right? Yeah. They're doing everything that you would expect De'Aaron Fox to want and be happy about. So if he is extra motivated or extra happy going into training camp and the off season. And that allows him to start the year off playing the same way he finished last season playing. Then that is a big, big win for Sacramento ultimately. Yeah. And, and not even to mention Oladipo signed, I think for $11 million and this is two years for 19. So Monk was even a discount on top of Oladipo. I absolutely love this move. I think it's huge. Um, I want to hear from you guys in the chat what you guys think. If you like Oladipo, uh, if you like Monk, who you think they should have signed. And I want to hear about your your thoughts on Calvin's point on the fit offensively and defensively with all these new guys. Um, I guess we can kind of roll right into the next point here, and that's Dante DiVincenzo was not offered a qualifying offer. So he is a, effectively a free agent here. And uh, I think this Malik Monk signing – most likely signals that he will not be returning to Sacramento. Uh, you know, we saw what happened to Lou Dort. They declined the team option, and he's like, I'm staying, and re-signs right away. I don't think we're going to see the same thing with Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, I heard the Celtics are potentially interested in him. Interesting fit there. Um, but what are your thoughts on DiVincenzo? I, I know we talked about it just a few days ago, the difference between a monk in a DiVincenzo, which was really funny, right? We debated this exact topic, um, but now it's real. So yeah. what, are you, what are you thinking here? Uh, well, I'm still thinking the same thing I thought before I before today started and before I woke up in that they're, you know, these are baby steps. Like it, it, the job is not even anywhere close to done. Yep. Um, it, it's good to be excited about Malik Monk. Again, I, I don't want to uh, make it seem like I'm really, really down on this or, or disagreeing with the move. I am, but I still am looking at it from the bigger perspective, the bigger picture. Uh, we still don't know who's going to be the starting power forward on day one, whether they're going to try to make a move for somebody like John Collins um, they've now lost out on Damian Jones and DiVincenzo, two guys I would have loved to have seen yep. them re-sign yep. this offseason. So th- there's a lot more questions to answer still for me. I know you, you talk about the defense and all that, but but Monk versus DiVincenzo, is, is that an upgrade? Because it's, it's an upgrade. Monk is a starter, right? We can all agree that he he's a, a, a starting shooting guard, right? And DiVincenzo... He started some with the Bucks. Was injured. Yeah. Didn't didn't start throughout their playoff run, um, and didn't start much for the Kings last season. So, I view this as an upgrade. I view it as an upgrade uh, offensively, especially shooting. Yeah. Um, but in terms of 
the the total package. I mean, DiVincenzo is a better defender. He's a better rebounder. Um, Much he, better rebounder. He didn't shoot maybe as well as you would have liked him to shoot in Sacramento, but he's still known to be a good shooter mm-hmm. overall. So it's a. Uh, it, it's interesting, and uh, you know, I'm seeing here Keita over Jones. I, I don't. You can like what Keita brings potentially, but the guy has not really been given long enough of a of a chance to play, or or enough. Um, you know, we haven't seen him enough, I think, to make that determination already. His potential might be higher right now, but whether he reaches that or not, it's still very much a question mark. I would and we say. haven't seen that much of Jones either. Yeah, exactly. So, but we've seen more of, definitely a lot more of him than Keita. So it's, you know, again, I'm just, uh, I guess playing a little devil's advocate here, but also just realizing that, or, or not trying to get too high right now. You know, they signed Malik Monk and that is a good thing. Yeah. But does that make them alone a, a playoff team next year? I'm not going to make that prediction right now. So, yeah. Well, you mentioned Jones, and I see Sass is mentioning Jones here in the chat. It's official. Damian Jones does sign a two-year deal with the L.A. Lakers, a team that he's played on previously. I don't see the amount here. I don't know if that's fully disclosed yet. Uh, but it looks like we're basically swapping Malik Monk for Damian Jones. Mm-hmm. If you were well, to ask more me, swapping him for DiVincenzo, I would say. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you were to tell me last year at the trade deadline that I had an opportunity to trade Damian Jones to the Lakers for Malik Monk, I'd do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I probably would. Okay. So what are your thoughts on Jones not re-signing with the Kings? What does this mean for Keita? What does this mean for the rest of the free agents, like, did the Kings go after another rim protector? Well, to or? me, it's more so what it means for Rashawn Holmes. Like, I, okay, I, I think this signifies that he's definitely remaining with the team. Um, and I don't know if it, if that was uh, option number one for Sacramento. I, I feel like maybe they were searching for what deals could be out there for Rashawn Holmes, and maybe they didn't like any of those. So, in that regard, you probably decide we'll let in order to save money so that we can go after other guys like yep. Malik Monk or Oladipo or whoever it is. We'll just let Damian Jones go because we know we still have Rashawn Holmes. We still have Keita here. If we can, uh, you know, bring him back and uh, the center position is, was already more solidified than perhaps shooting guard or power forward. N- not necessarily because they didn't have those positions positional players on their roster, but it was a bigger question mark of who was going to get, going to be the starter, who would play more, all of that stuff. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, troublesome for the Kings, in my opinion, losing a guy like that. But they do have Alex Len oh. still on the roster. They do have some other guys. Uh, uh-oh, we lost it there. There we go. Thank you, Calvin, for catching that and <laughs> bringing us back to life. We're back. We're here. We're the back. lights were out. Um, but anyways, yes, I, I think it's interesting. Alex Len is still on the roster. Um, so he will probably play backup center at this point. And then you mentioned Rashawn Holmes. We still don't know what's going to happen to him. Monty said in his press conference at the end of the season that he's hoping and planning on Rashawn Holmes returning next season. Uh, of course somebody would say that, right? Sure. However, he's done everything he's told us, right? Like, yes, Monty has done everything. Did he ever say that Tyrese Halliburton was not tradable or wasn't wasn't going to be traded? I don't think he ever said that. 
He said he's drafting best available. He's done that. He said he's going to be patient. He did that. He said he's going to be aggressive. He's been that. So we have every, every like reason to believe him, right? Yeah. But yeah. I still feel like Rashawn Holmes is going to be involved in maybe a Harrison Barnes trade. They're still talking about John Collins. Uh, so I don't know. I also want to mention the big name that we've been talking about all day, and that's Kevin Durant. What happens with him? Uh, I heard that the Sixers have tried to recruit him. So maybe the Kings could be used to facilitate maybe a three-team deal and something like that. Not a lot of teams have assets, cap space. Uh, I mean, let's be real here. Kevin Durant's not accepting a trade to the Sacramento Kings. No, I'm not saying to Sacramento. I'm just saying to help facilitate a deal. Like maybe Tobias Harris comes to yeah. Sacramento. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant goes to the Sixers. And I also want to say, he could come to Sacramento. It's a chance. No, no chance. No chance at no all? No chance. You really think Kevin Durant is going to, to go to a team that isn't ready to win a championship next year? Does he have a choice? Yes, he absolutely has a choice. Just like Anthony Davis had a choice. Just like, uh, you know, all of these guys. Kyrie has a choice, even though it sa seemed like he had zero options left. He's pretty much going to force his way to the Lakers because they they command that power, that type of power. Okay. Well, while we're on the subject, where do you think KD will end up? It's going to be with a team that is already right now, uh, you know, heavily considered to be one of the favorites in either the East or the West. At Philadelphia and Miami seem like the two uh, best or, or most likely scenarios in the East for me. I still think you don't rule out the Lakers, as crazy as it sounds. They, they are going to try to put together a deal that maybe gets them both Durant and Irving, which would be insane. But, yeah, I mean, I, I just it, – it's got to be one of those teams. I mean, the Nets have, have been pretty adamant. They said we're going to trade him to the best package. We For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We get Sixers said the same thing about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons said he wanted to come to the West Coast. He ends up in Brooklyn. So... Again, another championship is, contending team. It is possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Uh, you just, if you're not one of those top, you know, five to six, maybe even eight teams in the league, you have so much work cut out for. I mean, you just told me what you were going to offer if you were the Kings. Seven first round picks. Oh, yeah. Plus, it, like, that's just absurd to think that anybody would even consider that offer. Yeah, it sounds like a. Paul George to the you Clippers know? trade. I mean, that like blows that. the Paul George trade out of the water. Yeah. There weren't seven draft picks involved in that. And, and who knows, like, uh, if you're the Brooklyn Nets and you get that offer, do, do you even contemplate that? I, I don't know. What do you think about Anthony Davis for KD? I think that makes a lot of sense. For both teams? Well, yeah, for both teams. I mean, if you're the Nets... Obviously, everybody is concerned about Anthony Davis's health, yep. first and foremost. But can you name a better player that you would get in return for Kevin Durant if he is healthy? 
Not really. Not really, right? Yeah. Plus, you're probably going to get a draft pick or two. Yeah. Um, but does KD want to go to the Lakers? Does well, I don't know. Now, KD, now, wants, think about KD wants to play for a winning team. He not does. just a winning team, but he a team does. that's got a chance to win a championship. The Nets have a chance to win a championship. But he doesn't want to play with the headache that is Kyrie Irving, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He played with that headache in Oklahoma City in Russell Westbrook. Does he really want to go to the Lakers to play with Russ Westbrook again? Or would he rather just well, get I, out of that situation? I, I think if the if KD is going to the Lakers, Kyrie Irving is going with him. So it, I don't see there being oh, a, wow. another shot here at just – it's either Kyrie goes there by himself or they both go. I interesting. Think. Wow. Okay. That is very, very interesting. The NBA shouldn't allow Lakers to get KD and Kyrie. LeBron wouldn't that let that happen because they colluded together to come to L.A. <laughs> uh, what's up, Alex? Good to see you here. What's your thoughts on Monk? I love Monk, man. I, I've been wanting him to be in Sacramento for five years, so I, I'm very, very happy with the deal. Calvin's a little concerned about the defensive end of the floor, and not I'm, that I'm, I'm just, not. Yeah, um, I'm concerned that they still have their work cut out for them. You know, th- this se- this off season was all about acquiring talent, making the team better, and making a playoff push. And so far, while the the moves have been good. The, to me, I, I need to see more in order to feel confident that they're yep. in that uh, neighborhood. Yes, and I don't think the Malik Monk deal ate up all the rest of the calor, uh, salary cap space for the Kings, so I think they still have a little bit of space there. They updated it. I think it's like, what, $123 million is uh, the salary cap in the next year. I think it's going to jump up to like 150 or something like that. So definitely – a lot more room to spend next season, and that could be why we see guys like Victor Oladipo signing a one-year contract to return and, and maybe like rebuild their value. Uh, <laughs> Patrick wants to bring back Seth Curry to the Kings. I'd be happy to do that. He's still under contract with the Nets. I don't know what you're going to give up to bring him in, but the Kings are going to have like eight guards on their roster, and none of them are taller than six four. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the John Collins situation because, you know, I I see his name mentioned. He's they're still the Kings are still in the race for John Collins, um, but they're not the favorites anymore. Do you think he'll end up here in Sacramento? Because for me, I feel like that's the next domino that needs to fall if I'm the Kings, right? Like you got your shooting guard in Malik Monk, you got to figure out the four slash three position. We brought in Keegan Murray. I don't know if him and Barnes is the future when Barnes is like on a one-year deal. Uh, Maybe I want to trade for Collins, Fox, Monk, um, Murray, Collins, and Sabonis. That sounds like a pretty good starting five, but it all hinges on the rookie, right? Yeah, yeah. And look, they took him number four overall, so they're going to expect a lot out of him whether or not they acquire somebody like John Collins or not. Uh, I mean, yeah. if you plan on taking the next step and becoming a better team, a lot is going to hinge on him for sure. And we've already seen Atlanta be aggressive this offseason. They just acquired an all-star in DeJounte Murray from the Spurs. Uh, when that happened, it kind of blew my mind. I'm like, why is this guy leaving the Spurs? Uh, I dug a little bit deeper, and I saw the stuff he was posting on social media about wanting to go to Atlanta and, and all this stuff. So maybe the Spurs made his wish come true. 
Um, but what do you there's, think? There's also a lot of rumors coming out that San Antonio is already in full tank mode. I could see for, that. For uh, big man Victor, I don't know how to say his last name, Wamba, Wamba Yama or something not like that. Not your guy, Imani Bates? Uh, he's not going to be the number one pick in the draft. It's definitely okay. going to be the, the dude from France, yeah. They're calling him one of the, the best draft prospects in the last 10 years. Interesting, interesting. We'll see if uh, the Thunder decide <laughs> to finally trade all their picks for the number one pick or something like that. But uh, back to John Collins, what do you think is going to ultimately happen with him? He's not going to be with, with the question. Hawks next season, right? We can I agree don't on think that? so. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I didn't think Bradley Beal would re-sign with the Wizards either, though, and here we are yeah. again. Um, so, I, you know, anything can happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I as of right now, I would expect that the Hawks are still trying to, to deal John Collins. Okay. Any other uh, moves that happened today that surprised you? Anything you want to talk about? I don't know if anything really surprised me. I mean, a lot of guys ended up just re-signing with their their former teams or, or the team they, they played for last season, right? It, it was There felt like a lot of that all day long um, when maybe you kind of were expecting to see a bigger-name guys leave and go somewhere else, like Bobby Portis, for example. I thought maybe he would get a bigger deal somewhere else. Uh, he ends up deciding to stay. So I, I'm not really so surprised, I would say, by anything that's happened yet. Um, the P.J. Tucker move, again, do I think that's surprising? No, like it, he's going to a team that has a chance to win. Uh, they need, you know, the same type of addition from him that Miami was looking to get from him last year. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, Maybe the thing I'm most surprised about is that Jalen Brunson is the guy that gets $200 million contract offers over anybody else. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it is really, really wild. Um, and, you know, when I was watching NBA TV earlier today, they were talking about, you know, the fact that the Bucks and I think, or was it the Bulls in the Heat lost draft picks this season, second-round draft picks due to, uh, you know, collusion or talking to players early tampering, stuff yeah. like that tampering whatever the word yeah. is um it's weird that like as soon as we hit free agency all of a sudden these deals are announced right yeah. it's like oh my god jalen brunson to the knicks it's gonna happen like is this tampering how could this not be tampering and the last thing i saw was he's equipped with a 106 million dollar offer from the mavericks heading to new york to meet with them Right. If and, you're the Mavericks, was, why the hell are you doing that this? That was after the, it was reported that the Mavericks weren't going to do weren't going to even offer him anything because it was a foregone conclusion that he was signing with uh the New York Knicks. So, but uh, weird. Even all of that, I still love what the Mavericks are doing. They they signed JaVale McGee uh here to a I think it's a 3-year deal, 20 million dollars, which is, you know, real reasonable in terms of of money. Um, I think the Mavericks are still set up to be a really great team next year. Yeah. Jay Drew's got a good point here, uh, along with Patrick, and that's Marvin Bagley re-signing with the Pistons. Three years, $37 million. What are your thoughts on that deal? And, and Marvin's getting paid here. Not as much as his counterparts, but he's still getting paid. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised to see this. Detroit was a team that, you know, had been – linked to him or wanting him for a while uh and they finally got him at the end of the trade deadline last year and now they they don't have too many other options currently at 
power forward. Yeah. So why not take a chance on him with the rest of this super young roster to see if he continues to get a little bit better? I, I think it makes sense. I mean, there's a minimum salary cap, right? So they got to get somewhere. Yeah. They, yeah. They're they not paying many guys. No, they have they're a not. bunch of young guys on their roster. Uh, but, yeah, good for Marvin Bagley. I continue to root for him. Uh, the dude just has to stay healthy, right? W- anything else you expect for the Kings? Uh, any other moves you expect them to make today? I know a few guys that I had mentioned, like targets like P.J. Tucker are, are officially gone. Yeah. Um, but anybody else? Gary you, Harris is also now gone. Yeah, you're looking that, the that maybe the, the Kings could add here? Um. Yeah, I mean – there are a few people, but again, I, th- I think a lot of it right now hinges on are they going to make some type of deal that brings in a st- another starter to this team, like John Collins, who just, you know, we're going to keep saying that name until we find out that it's not going to happen or that it does. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, they're running the risk now of, now that we've officially entered the moratorium, of losing out on a lot of these other potential players that they could be signing because people are just getting bought up really quick that's how it always goes and the question i think if you're monty mcnair is how long do you wait um you know to try to get a deal done for somebody on collins's level before you're like okay we have to cover our losses and and start signing some of these guys that are still available yeah and and the hawks they just lost Delon Wright as well so they're they're losing multiple guards to the washington wizards um, but yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. The Kings, they got their free agent prize, I guess, in Malik Monk. Um, they need to attack the four position. They need to bring in another big name. I think it will end up being John Collins. Uh, and then you just got to fill out the rest of the roster and there's not a lot of roster spots left. No, I mean, they've already, uh, you know, retained Trey Lyles and Chemezi Metu, right? Yep. So those are two power forwards right there. I, you know, that that's why I'm a little worried right now because it, it feels like the, the Kings are making moves. Yep. Um, but I, I don't know that they're moves that are going to significantly improve the team in terms of number of wins next season. Yeah, and, and to be clear, Jeremy Lamb is officially off the roster. Josh Jackson is off the roster. As of right now, DiVincenzo is off the roster and Damian Jones. So, uh, you know, that's quite a few guys right there that you lose off the bat you bring in one guy in Malik Monk um, and then maybe a Harrison Barnes trade happens maybe we see a Rashawn Holmes trade happens uh, or maybe Justin Holiday is thrown in as you know a salary cap filler into a deal uh, but yeah I don't think the Kings are done here uh, but I don't really see another big like free agency splash coming in no um yeah, there. You know, we again we kind of talked about that before free agency started, and that there there are a lot of quality players out there, but you know, not necessarily the huge franchise changing type players. You know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving becoming available, even though they're not free agents, is, is a different story. But yep. that middle group of the class, you know, there are guys like Oladipo, or were guys like Oladipo, T.J. Warren things like that guys who are really solid players, but you know, they have injury concerns or uh, the question is how much money do you actually offer them? Things like that. Uh, I I wouldn't resign DeMarcus cousins either. That's not a direction I would want to go, but it would be fun to have the all Kentucky team. 
What do you think happens with Kavon Looney? Didn't we hear some rumors about him? I, I thought I heard a rumor that he wanted to stay. Then I heard one saying he was unlikely to remain. Yeah, I think there's they're all rumors at this point. I'm not. I, I don't really know which way he's going to lean, one way or the other. I would love to bring Kavon to Sacramento, if possible. If he could be our backup center right behind, uh, you know, Sabonis, I'd be stoked on that. But is it what possible? Are you, what are you doing with Deshaun Holmes then? I'm trading him in in the deal for John Collins. Okay. Uh, I'm trading John Call or John Collins for Rashawn Holmes and and Harrison Barnes. Hopefully, probably gonna have to take back somebody like Kevin Herter then at that point too. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You're okay with that. So yeah. so now we've got the all uh, the all six four shooting guard squad yeah. that yeah. does nothing but shoot. Yeah. Terrence Davis, Kevin Herter, and Malik Monk. Yeah. Interesting. There was there was times last season, Calvin, where we couldn't score for five minutes at a time. The shooting was not there. They were in the top ten in scoring for most of the season, and I think finished yeah. around like twelve or something like that. So uh, scoring was not their problem last year. Jesus says the Hawks want a first round pick too. I'm okay with protected first round picks. I don't want to trade unprotected picks unless it's you know a Bradley Beal or somebody like that, which is not possible at this point because we did see him resign. With the Wizards, uh, and did we call that? We were we were talking about that we, for a while. Bradley Beal. Yeah, I think you called it. You've been saying the whole time that he was going to resign. Yeah. With them, I wasn't as sure, but I'm not. Su- you can't be surprised by it because that's, that's he did what, what he said. said yeah. Done every single time. So we're we're. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're so damaged by people that yeah. do the opposite of what they say. That it's like when somebody says what they're going to do and then they do it, you're like, oh, wow, he, yeah. he did what he said he's, he was going to do. He's a man of his words. That's so surprising. Oh, very interesting. All right. Well, I want to remind everybody, uh, while we're wrapping this up here, we are going to be live on Basketball at the Bar right after this. In a few minutes, we're giving away a $250 Fanatics gift card, so make sure you guys join us there. Click the link here in the chat. We will be live on that channel in about two minutes. Um, Calvin, any last words on uh, what the Kings did today, what they will continue to do or anything like that? Uh, it's a good start, but they 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 still have their work cut out for them, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, got to make one, bo- one more big move, Monty. That's what needs to yeah. happen. One more big yeah. move to get us over the hump. If you're a Kings fan, make sure you smash up that like button down below. Please hit that subscribe button. And click on that link in the chat. We'll be live there in about two minutes. We're going to be talking about all the NBA moves today. We're going to be on Woj's Twitter account, breaking down every single one, giving our thoughts, our opinions. We'd love to hear from you all. And we finish that episode every time with Q&A. So we will be taking all of your guys' questions. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you all soon. And in the meantime, go Kings.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.